Welcome back, everybody. Mason Love is back in the building. I'm Calvin. I'm Edwin. Welcome back, man. Welcome back. It's yep. been a while, man. Congratulations on your new house. That's why he, he's been working on a new house. Finally got it. So congratulations to Edwin and his family getting a new house. Thank you. I much appreciate it. Much appreciate it. Once again, we thank you guys for listening to us again. We truly appreciate all the comments. Um, what we're going to do here, go back like we always do. Oh, man, you're going to tell them about our new studio or what? Man, we got a, we got a, we got our own studio now, man. It's all, we got it's our all own about, studio. It's all about our stuff. Lace them up. <laughs> we got our own studio now, too. So hopefully in the future, we can do like some video podcasts for you guys. You know, see our layout and whatnot. But, um, hey, let's see if Edwin still has it, which I know he does. It's time for the current events that's going on in the sport of boxing. So with that being said, let's lace them up. Let's hear what Evan has to say on his current events. So take it away, man. Awesome. All right, man. So uh, let's talk a little bit about not this Saturday, but last Friday. Not the this Friday, the last Friday. Last Friday. Before last. And, uh, you know, I don't know if everybody's seen this. I didn't see it. Unfortunately, <laughs> I was too busy with my new home trying to get that set up for this Mayweather fight happening. But, uh, uh, you know, when I did go back and watch it, I just want to say one thing. Jay Leon Love got oh. knocked the F out. Okay? Yeah. The dude... I'm sorry, man. Overhyped. Anybody in Floyd Mayweather's, uh, you know, promotional, his boxers, I mean, I, I think they're really just overhyped boxers, man. The only reason why they're getting all this breath, uh, breath is uh, because of Floyd. Exactly. So, you know, enough about that because I'm not trying to hype Mayweather promotions right now. Um, so, yeah, J. Leon Love gets knocked out. Uh, but last Saturday was actually not a bad night for boxing on Showtime. Uh, you know, we had a few fights there. We had Luca, Lucas Matisse coming back. And uh, we had Andre Berto making his return after yeah. 18 long months that off. Was good. Um, you good know, to see him back. It was great to see him back in the game. So I kind of think that changes up welterweight a little bit if he can get back to form. Yeah. And we also seen the person that's becoming my second most not like boxer oh. that I don't like at all. You know, Adrian Bronner. But enough about that dude for now. <laughs> uh, so let's start with the first fight. We got Andre Berto, and uh, he he took on Chambers on uh, Saturday. Yeah. Uh, that was epic man I thought that was a nice uh, throwback to what I like to see that was actual fighting and a little bit of boxing it was boxing but you know what I mean a lot yeah, more action than just yeah. nothing happening but mm-hmm. uh, I think Berto for not being in the ring so long uh, you know I'll give him a C minus right now because I've seen a lot of ring rust in that guy yeah. and I know he could do much better defensively so he needs to you know bring, you know now that he's had this fight out of the you know out of the out of the box right now after yeah. his injury I think he needs to go back to the drawing board where on his D a little bit, but you know I've noticed that a lot with the uh, Virgil Hunter's boxers lately. They're getting more offensive and not as defensive. Yeah, but um, you know we'll see what's to come with Berto. Like I said, I think that changes welterweight a little bit if he actually uh, gets his uh, you know his old self back. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if he's back to his old self, then I think uh, I could see a lot of good fights happening. I mean, you got Keith Thurman out there. You got a bunch of guys out there that are looking for guys like Berto to, yes. uh, to fight. So um, that was a great fight. Uh, Berto won by decision. Awesome. So yeah. I look forward to the next one. Uh, the second fight we had was Lucas Matisse. You know, Lucas Matisse against Ortiz. Like, I mean, Ortiz, not really a big name. Okay. No. It's about as bad as Danny Garcia fighting nobodies. Nobodies. So, uh, you know, those two just need to get it back on in the ring. 
Uh, you know, I think I think Lucas Matisse called him out on that one. Mm-hmm. I, I really do think I know Lucas Matisse from watching him fight a million times already that that was not the same dude in the ring against Garcia. Yeah. So I think Garcia just, you know, he had his best night that night and he outshined, you know. But I think uh Danny's Danny's overhyped, man. I'm gonna keep saying this on our I show. I told y'all the I dude told y'all is he's gonna say that hype, okay? He's American, <laughs> not Puerto Rican. I told okay? y'all this. I'm just telling you <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, dude is just way overhyped. We'll get into that later. Hey, but. I told you guys that on the last little quick one that I did. I told you guys once Edwin get back on, he's going to give Danny Garcia the, the crap. You know, and I told y'all this, but Danny I, Garcia, he, he spoke out about Lucas Matisse calling him out again. Danny said, no, that's just going not. backwards. Does Danny want to fight Amir Khan? No, because no. he knows damn well Amir Khan was winning all those rounds until he got caught with a lucky haymaker, which, again, that's part of <laughs> boxing. You know what I'm saying? You're going to get caught by that one shot that no one sees. It's happened to Lennox Lewis. It's happened to several others. But, you know, um, you know, I honestly think if I seen a rematch between Amir Khan and Danny Garcia, Amir Khan's going to annihilate that dude. And I honestly think if I see a Lucas Matisse versus Danny Garcia, I think Lucas Matisse is going to take advantage and go out there and try to kill the dude. You know, now, going back to Lucas's fight on Friday, that was hogwash, man. I'm sorry. You know, the guy got hit in the liver. We've all seen it with Gotti and several other fights in the past. That yep. when you get hit to that liver, it's going to be about two seconds delay, and then you're going to go down on that right. knee because your body just gets shocked. But, yep. you know, I don't see there's anything wrong with a boxer being smart and fundamentally sound mm-hmm. in knowing that, man, I just took a big shot to my liver. I need to take all nine of these seconds. And, right. You know, I need to take every second I can of this mm-hmm. count. So the guy, if you, I went back and watched this about seven times on slow-mo, okay? Right. The ref says nine. The dude was already up. Ortiz was up. Yep. So that fight, in my opinion, got stopped prematurely. Now, did. with that being said, do I think that Ortiz would have went longer? No. No. The dude was going to get KO'd. So, yeah. you know, I think the ref, you know, saved him, uh, you know, a face beating. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he stopped the fight. But I, I do think that was premature. So what yeah. I, I just would really like to see Lucas Matisse get back to work in the next, you know, few months and get in there and fight someone else, you know, uh, more credible. Because that's other thing, too. I think these fighters like Danny Garcia, they got their belts. And then what? Nothing. Okay. So, uh, you know, that was that. And then now going back to AB about, you know. About billions, baby. Not really. About billions. More like about butter. But, um. <laughs> But, you know, I think uh, Bronner, he's starting to show... He's starting to show that he's overhyped as well, I think, in my opinion. I, I I could never sit here and say today that I would put that kid as the number two to Floyd or not even number three. I wouldn't say he's number four. I wouldn't even put him in the top five oh, if I had to. Oh, and that's, if you oh, can take oh. that slap in the face all day, baby. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm just saying, dude, like the dude, he's got too much skill and he talks too much. So it's either like you got to learn how to use both at the same time and not be an asshole. And I'm going to say it like that. He's an asshole. <laughs> Asshole, that guy. He's not a role model. He's not somebody I'm going to tell my kid, watch this guy, because he's a douchebag. And I think that's what makes people not like him, like myself. I like boxers with 
charisma and mm-hmm. character, but I like boxers as well that don't go overboard in trying to put on a show and be an entertainer. That's not entertaining. That's being a dick. <laughs> so, uh, you know, going to the fight, you know, I think uh, I think he really underestimated Taylor uh, yeah. Saturday. I really do. I think Taylor is a phenomenal fighter. I really would like to see that kid in some other fights. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's got a lot of potential. Um, you know, I think he's seen fighting uh, Adrian Bronner, you know, what supposedly, quote unquote, and I am moving my fingers up and down like I'm saying, quote unquote, <laughs> those elite fighters. I think he got a glimpse of what he needs to do. And I think if he stood up in there in the ring with Bronner, I think he can do a lot more. Okay. Uh, you know, he fought Chris Algieri too. Yep. And uh, that was a, a close who's fight as Manny well. Pacquiao. Who's fighting Manny Pacquiao. So I think the only thing, uh, uh, we'll talk about that later. But okay. as far as current events go, uh, you know, that's current events as of right now. Also, in other news in boxing, um, it was reported that Kel Brook was stabbed while vacationing in Spain. Yeah. You know, I'm just glad to hear that the injuries were not uh, severe or, you know, career ending or, mm-hmm. or anything like that. I, I uh, send my best wishes to him and his Absolutely. health. And I uh, hope to see him in the ring after December. You know, I think yep. he should take a break and get better before he tries to go out there and uh, defend his title. So I look forward to seeing Kel Brook in the ring. He's an awesome fighter. Hopefully, get some more yeah, I would like to see Amir Khan too. The battle for England, as I like right. to say. So, uh, yeah, so that's current events, guys. Um, you know, hit us up on Facebook, lay some up if you have any questions or anything mm-hmm. you'd like to hear from us on the show. Yeah. But, uh, you know, that's current events today. Cal, get it going with the with the opening bell for round one. All right, man. Hey, good, great current events as usual. Um, I'm going to switch it up a little bit, this one. Um, local recognition round, which is we um going to talk about a few local Chicago boxers who had a good performance August 23rd, which was the boxing at the ballpark. So uh, if you can ring the bell, Edwin, I can talk about these two here real quick. Boxing at the ballpark was taking place in Chicago, Illinois at the U.S. Cellular Field. Local fighters from Chicago held it down. Special shout out to Hollywood Mike Jimenez on his victory against Maxwell Taylor to remain undefeated. Also, Donovan the Bomb George. Not the, but duh, as in the Bulls. The, the Bomb George on his unanimous over, over Daya Davis to become the new IBO super middleweight champion. Nice. Congratulations to you two. Now, a lot of people might not know about George, but he's been in the ring with Adonis Stevenson. I think he went the distance with Adonis Stevenson, yeah. too. Yeah, so he definitely has his name out there. So, once again, congratulations to them. He's an underestimated fighter. Exactly. And, you know, hopefully sometime we can get them on the show in the future. If you guys are listening, we hope you do. Definitely. But I like to pump you guys up. Exactly. So, congratulations to you guys. So, that's the end of that one. But now it's time for the discussion round. (laughs) We're going to get this going. Ring the bell and let's go. As Edwin mentioned about Kell Brook, even though he did suffer an injury and stabbing in Spain, he did become the new IBF welterweight champion by beating Sean Porter. Did you see that coming? Yes. You I predicted that. I, I'm going to be honest, I didn't. I really thought, I thought it was going to be a good fight. You know, it was going to be a great fight. I, I thought it was going to go to distance. And I thought that Sean Porter would pull it out, but I was never doubting Kell Brook at all. I don't, yeah, exactly. You know, a lot of people didn't know about him. They just knew he was like the American shadow of England, which, right. is, which back then I always said, watch out for Kell Brook. A lot of people don't know about him. 
you know, they say Amir Khan ducked him. They say Kell Brook ducked Amir Khan. It's kind of like the whole Floyd Manny thing, but I just hope that they end up fighting each other in 2015. So, um, which the Brook and Khan talks has been started already. Yeah. So, um, how big of a threat is Kell Brook to the welterweight division? <laughs> That's a great question. I think he's a big, big threat, to be honest with you. I think the guy, you know, I think a lot of American fans underestimate uh, the English boxers uh, yeah. a lot because, you know, they are like, well, they never came over here and they haven't fought our guys. Well, you know, it's like, well, what weight class are we talking about? Because yeah. if we talk heavyweight, I say the best heavyweights are in Europe, if you ask me. Yeah, you know, so if you think about it, a lot of people said that about Lennox Lewis. Exactly. He fought Mike Tyson in Holyfield, you know. Lennox Lewis was, he was that deal. Lennox Lewis is still the deal, but uh, I honestly think uh, Kell Brook has a bright future in boxing. I think mm-hmm. uh, he can be that elite guy that everyone wants to be. I think he can hold it down undefeated and still face the most elite boxers. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that if he fights Floyd Mayweather that he'd beat Floyd Mayweather, but I would say that he'd give Floyd probably a better run for the money than yeah. most of these other uh, as we say in Puerto Rican malangos, mm-hmm. uh, Danny Garcia, if you're listening that's how you say that in Spanish but uh, um, you know basically I think uh, you know I think Kell Brook has a lot of potential I think yeah. he can he's the next uh, you know other rising star uh, with the other guys but you know he's been in there with with some good fighters man yeah. you know he's even been in there with Ricky Hatton dude, and so he's I mean, still undefeated yeah and he's still undefeated so um, you know I think if he gets these other names out here and uh, we see some other flashes because I mean he beat Sean Porter man yeah which he's a slugger yeah which you like what you mentioned just a little bit ago that's an elite upcoming class of Sean Porter Keith Thurman you know these are this is the future if you want to say and yeah putting Kel Brooks name with them that has to say something mm-hmm. you know he he can't like you said can be that next sensation when the old crew goes mm-hmm. so like you said I don't throw his name in there with, with the elites yeah you know and that comes to my question now next question is he an elite welterweight and I truly well, believe he is I think he is but he's not proven yet no he still has to prove himself I don't think Sean Porter was that guy that you know you gotta think about it this way man you got people like Brooke who are just like well-balanced fighters and yeah. boxers, and they got a good mixed game. They can throw with you. They'll get you out of their way. They know how to box with you. Then you got guys like Porter who are just like, you know, the rough them up tough puncher guys, you know. Mm-hmm. They don't really – he doesn't really have a refined skill set, so no. to speak, as far as defense and trying to do things like that. He just right. roughs you up and beats the shit out of you to your fall. Yeah. So – is Brooke to me an elite fighter? Yeah, I think so because I think Kenny. If I if I had to see someone said Kell Brook versus Manny Pacquiao, I'd actually be excited to see something like that because uh-huh. I know that it's going to be a good fight. You know, yeah. uh, if I seen Kell Brook versus Mayweather, I don't think it'd make a big stink out here because of you know who's Kell Brook really. But mm-hmm. I think I think he basically needs another solidifying fight. He needs to yeah. fight another guy who's you know at that elite level or right under that tier that people are going to go, wow, he just beat that dude I want to see this guy fight Pacquiao or whoever yeah. I, I just don't know how it's fair that Chris Algieri got you know a decision mm. over Provodnikov oh, and then God. next thing you know he's, he's fighting Manny, you know, Pacquiao. Manny Pacquiao I don't think he deserves it if no. you ask me but someone like Kell Brook I think he deserves a lot of these fights but I just don't think he gets them because he's dangerous you yeah. know so I think he now that he has a title I think he can uh, make that statement yeah, so it's just we just have to stay tuned to see what Kell Brook can bring I'm, I'm gonna say Kell Brook 
I would even like to see him against a maybe like an Andre Berto yeah. or maybe even a Lucas Matisse down the road. You right. know, some people like, hey, even your boy Danny, you know, but. But we're talking 147. We're talking 147. But Danny's talking about possibly moving up. He's not going to make it. He's going to have to. He has no He's other not choice. Make it Look, they're not even. I, I don't even think that Garcia Peterson is going to happen. I'm going to tell you like this. said it's not going to happen. I'm going to tell you like this. If Danny Garcia moves up or fights an elite fighter at 140, I promise you he will lose. That's my prediction. I got you right here. You heard it first. I'll lace him up. Danny Garcia will lose, but he has to fight a bigger name. A a big name. Okay, well, hey, Kel Brook, speedy recovery, man. Yeah, man, much props to you, man. If you ever listen, uh, you know, big props to you, man. We like you here at Lace Him Up. Exactly, man. Middleweights. Let's talk middleweights, man. Let's talk about your guy. Let's talk about Triple Miguel Cotto. Cheesy and Miguel no. Cotto? Is that yeah. what you're Let's talk about Miguel Cotto. Let's talk first. about Cotto. That's my you guy. You know, the, the, the man who, you know, to That's me. It's a real body. It's a real Puerto Rican right here. Real Puerto Rican. Speaks Spanish from Puerto Rico. Which mentioned yeah. that um he's done for the two, 2014 year and looking to come back early 2015. Um, what From what I hear, Miguel's going to probably give it three more and call it one. I would hope he can go at least a couple more after that, but you know he's been in the ring for quite some time. You know he he has his name. His name is already stamped in the Hall of Fame. So if he only does three more, I, I wouldn't even be worried. About, I wouldn't be bothered by it. I wouldn't be sad. I would be sad because I don't get to see you know. When Miguel Cotto, yeah. you're gonna feel how you're gonna feel. I feel when like Miguel I, Cotto leave is when I'm gonna feel when Floyd leaves. No, I'm gonna feel what I. Forget Floyd, dude. I'm not a Floyd fan. In I'm that not sense, you I mean, were. Like, I'm a fan of him, you know, because he's a great, you know, for... Yeah. Quote, I'm, again, I'm quoting, I'm quoting. Oh, but, uh, you know, for me, when Cotto leaves, I'm going to be as sad as I was when Trinidad retired. Yeah, man. Yeah. I was really sad. But uh, I, going back to Cotto, man, dude's solid, man. He's a great... But I just don't see him leaving in three fights, dude. There's, like, so many more fights that he can make for so much more money, and he can make a bigger stamp in boxing and I think you know especially with him trying to do a promotional company I think mm-hmm. he's going to need more fights anyway but um, you know as far as leaving it for 2014 very smart move absolutely uh, you know guys that are hitting that 34 35 mark you know you want to take that time off yeah. after you get a big victory and I think that Sergio Martinez victory was a big victory mm-hmm. I mean he put a yeah. stamp and a whooping he on shocked a lot of people too. he did he did, because everybody was pro-Martinez because of yeah. size and power. But yeah. you've seen that Cotto has power, dude. Yeah. He has power. He could carry that to light heavyweight, probably, if he, yeah. if he could ever get that big. But that's just going crazy. But, um, you know, Cotto, man... Cotto taking 2014, very smart move physically. Uh, question is, you know, is he going to stay in condition? Is he going to try to be in some type of shape so that when 2015 comes around, that's honestly, there's a lot of big fights that he could do yeah, in 2015. He, he, um, he, that's what I'm saying, who's on the list, you know, and Freddie um, Roach opened his mouth about Cotto's little short list, and Freddie Roach, this is not Miguel Cotto saying he wants this, but this is what Freddie Roach wants of Miguel Cotto. He wants Canelo Alvarez, and he wants Floyd Mayweather again. But after that, he wants Triple G. So there's three. That's why I say there's three left. So if you want to go out with a bang and make those your last three, which to be honest, I don't think out of those three, I can see possibly one happening. 
which would probably be the Canelo one. Yeah, I see two of those three happening. I really don't see Cotto and Mayweather going. I even say three, but it's going to depend on Floyd. Here's where I, you want me to tell you what I see, man? Hmm. This is what's going to happen in 2015. It's going to be Cotto, Canelo. Canelo's going to get bloody, bruised, and ugly. The cinnamon's going to get beat off his face and hair. <laughs> and then you're going to see people salivating over the money prospect of him fighting Triple G. And then that's when I think Cotto... Ninja Chop takes the fight with Triple G. Triple G oh. is most vulnerable right now, uh-huh. and he beats his ass, and then what? That's what I'm saying. It's going to be boxing, Cotto, 2015. That's his year. Mark my words. Cotto's doing it big, and he's going to get it big in the ring. It's Dude, Triple G, man, He skill set-wise, who's he face? Uh, no, I don't know. Nobody, exactly. really. Exactly. Now, Cotto, let's let's who's he face? Floyd Mayweather, Sergio Martinez, the list can go on. Manny Pacquiao, Ali Mosley, Mosley, Claudi. The list goes on. Margarito. I mean, he's been in there with some of the. He's biggest been in with some punches. warriors, man. Yeah, exactly. And then he's been in there with them finesse dudes. So yeah. honestly, Triple G. I don't know if he can handle. I mean, Triple G's got power, but can yeah. he handle? Can he handle somebody else hitting him? Hitting him like that, because Cotto ain't no punk. No. So I think uh, I, I'd like to see for all, you know, the big, you know, we Puerto Rican and Mexicans, man, we love Mexico versus Puerto Rico fights. There's nothing racial to do with it. It's just mm-hmm. like those are the best fights, man. Yeah. They're the biggest fights. They're the biggest wars, the biggest draws. That's where it's at, dude. So uh, definitely, uh, you know, I look forward to seeing that fight. I like to see Canelo move up to 160 anyway. Yeah. He's too big and, for 154. And speaking of Cotto's next fight, you know, his next fight could be either against James Kirkland or Andy Lee. Uh, they're really trying to push Miguel Cotto and James Kirkland. Like, and if it does, if Kirkland, if it's not Kirkland, then Kirkland's going to end up fighting Canelo. So it's kind of like, where do you go with this as far as for Cotto's next fight, man? Kirkland is dangerous, dude. He is. It's not that he's good boxer, but he's just a danger. Like mm-hmm. he's like a pit bull with no discipline at all, man. Right. And I think one Ann Wolf should just bring him out on a leash and call him the dog because that right. dude is insane. Like he gets in the ring and he can be tired as hell, but he's still huffing, puffing, and punching. Yeah. So I mean, can Cotto stay away and use his boxing skill and his power to beat that guy? I don't know. I don't think anybody really has a good time fighting James Kirkman. No, so. not at all. You know, Andy Lee. I don't know if Andy Lee can take the kind of power Cotto's gonna dish. You know, so. Andy Lee keeps getting he keep getting these good fights, man. Like he's a good. Fire. I know he is, but it's like Andy Lee. His name's always thrown in there with mm-hmm. them, man. But uh, he's just one of them contender, man. He's the, the you know, he's just the guy that you go and get. Yep. And speaking of Triple G, he has spoken, and you're not gonna like it. According to the website Boxing News 24, Triple G. This listen to this. This is gonna this is gonna make you laugh. He wants pay per view fights. Not just regular TV. He wants pay-per-view fights in 2015. With who? He wants... Listen listen to this, listen to this list and you tell me if these are smart moves or does it sound like he's just being searched? Okay. He wants Miguel Cotto. He wants Canelo Alvarez and he wants Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. In that order, he says. Okay. He wants it in that order. In that order? Okay. In that order. First of all, 
why would you want to fight Miguel Cotto first? So he can prove himself. That's what he's trying to. No. That's what he's to me. That's what he's no. trying to say. For he me, wants to prove himself. For me, you go after Canelo first, dude. You kind of make Cotto worry a little bit. Like, damn, he just beat up Cinnamon. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, well, I, I guess. Got to get in people's heads. I think that would be the first big logical fight for Triple G if you fought Canelo. So, I mean, like, for me, I mean, why would you, like, go and jump to the big guns? Money, man. Money. He'd make more money if he beats Canelo and then fights Cotto. I don't know, man. Guaranteed. He's going to make more money because then people are going to be like, oh, man, that dude beat Canelo, man. Oh, man, I'm paying to see him fight Cotto. I'm paying. That's pay-per-view right there, dude. You know what I'm saying? That's how they're going to do that. But, uh, you know, first of all, Canelo, I think he's underestimated, man. He's he's underestimated, bro. I honestly think that someone like Triple G, that's Canelo's style. He likes coming forward, trying to get at him. I think Canelo's going to feed on that and just Mm -hmm. beat the hell out of him. I mean, I, I, I just, for me, let me see Triple G beat someone that credible and then you know maybe I'll start leaning towards him but I think Canelo and Cotto just have more experience than that guy for him to be out there calling out these names like that you know ever since Mayweather Canelo happened it just seems like everybody's starting to just call Canelo out just because Floyd beat Canelo like that it doesn't mean that you're gonna beat him like that and I think that's what a lot of these boxers are starting to think like you know when Floyd did this to him Floyd did this to him and exposed him like that maybe I can do that no and that was not going to like this one up. There's only one Floyd Mayweather, okay? You, you can't just think you can expose Canelo just because Floyd did. And I think that's what a lot of these boxers are doing right now when it comes to Canelo. So, uh, Triple G, I think, I'm sorry, I'm going on a limb. I want him to fight Cotto first. That's just me. That's just me, man. Look, it's HBO. You know, Canelo is still going back and forth between HBO and Showtime. So why not make it uh, Miguel Cotto and Triple G? Don't know. That's what I think. What about you? You still want to say Canelo first. So. Man, I think, you know, if, if Triple G wants some, let him come get some. It's up to Cotto. That's the man calling <laughs> the shots. It ain't up to some petty champion that ain't won anything yet. So I think Cotto got the real title. Yeah. He's the man, not Triple G. And I think, you know, when you beat the number one guy that's actually really ranked, you know, pound for pound like Martinez, mm-hmm. then you're the man. So Triple G didn't do that. So for me, I think Cotto's calling the shots here. So if Cotto wants to fight him, so be it. If not, then I think, uh, you know, I, either way, it's going to be a good year for either fighter. Uh-huh. Well, we're going to go to our final topic, which is mayhem. Mayweather Maidana 2. And boy, has it been heating up. I don't know if you guys have been watching that All Access on Showtime, but it's been a good one. And coming from a Floyd Mayweather fan, I'm going to say Marcos Maidana. A lot of people say he won the last fight. A lot of people said he, you know, I'm going to give him a shot. Anybody can get a shot. But a lot of things has been heating up. You know, Alex Ariza has been spotted with Floyd Mayweather. Floyd's taking steroids. Floyd's taking no, steroids, he man. Ain't taking no hey. steroids. If you guys watch, if you guys watch All Access, but you heard before, all he said, is right? doing is stretching Floyd, uh-huh. and that's it. Yep. Stretching him some some freaking uh, steroids in no. his water. Selling that, giving him that pack juice. That's what he doing. Pack juice. No, we don't need all Packs, that jungle juice. No, but um, hey, it goes down this Saturday. September 13th, Mayhem, MGM Grand, Mayweather Maidana 2. 
I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking, it's just, I'm just excited for this right now. And what we're gonna do is, we're gonna make our predictions on what we think. And me personally, I'm gonna say it right here, right uh-huh. now. Here on lay some up. Here it comes. Floyd Money Mayweather wins by knockout. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> You're crazy. Knockout dude. round ten. Nope. Bam. Nope. That's it. I ain't got nothing else to say about it. I'm gonna just let Edwin finish the rest of this 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 episode because you know what. I'm done. I'm done with people talking about Mayweather ain't got no power. Man, he ain't got no power, I'm man. tired of everybody saying... Mayweather. <laughs> I'm tired of everybody saying Floyd Mayweather ain't gonna do this, right, do that. Man. Mayweather knocks out Maidana. If... What's his name? And Calvin just woke up. No. If Amir Khan can do it, Floyd Mayweather can he do it. He didn't knock Maidana He out. knocked him down. Down. And then he got almost beat care. up after that. He knocked him down. If, if Amir Khan can knock you know him what? down... Oh, Alright, you know what? I'll Mayweather knockout 10. That's nope. it. Nope. Calvin you go. Wrong. Look, let's just break this last fight down, okay? Maidana throwing 100 punches to 91 punches through round 6, the first fight, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, and that's on 5 weeks conditioning. Now, you're going to add an extra 4 in there, okay? Then, you take that 4, you multiply it, because guess what? Dude's training for the whole 12 rounds sparring-wise. He did that in the first place. And... Thirdly, he's been training for the same amount of punches from round 6 through round 12. So I think if he brings that output in and I take my calculator, my Texas yeah, Instruments, and, do that. and I calculate my numbers here, I think Maidana's going to beat the hell out of Floyd Mayweather no. like he's never been beat. Unless, unless your boy goes back to his favorite style, which tap, is tap, pap. Tap, tap, pap, and run. That's all he's nah. going to do. It don't matter what he do. Move. It don't matter what he do. running, dude. Hey. Hey, he gonna run three miles. My daughter gonna say, "I got it, I got it." He gonna do that one swing and bam! Just like Floyd knocked out Ricky Hatton. So the same thing happened to Marcos Maidana. Nah, it ain't happening. Maidana, no, he ain't getting. Hey, it. how about you guys ask Evan what is his what is his prediction? I'm sure he's not gonna say Marcos Maidana. I guarantee you that if he's a real boxing fan, you go right ahead. Well, okay, let's break the fight down. It depends which. <laughs> It depends which <laughs> Floyd Mayweather comes out. If it's the Floyd Mayweather that doesn't like people saying he don't fight and he's scared and blah, 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 woo-woo, if Floyd Mayweather comes out to fight and box all in one combination, you know, I think Maidana has a very good chance. Now, if Floyd Mayweather comes out as his old defensive running, oh, punching, boy. slap boxing style that he does, then I think he'll get it by decision. But by no means is Floyd and his marshmallow hands going to knock anybody out anymore. You're never going to see him do it. He's going to have to fight a guy that's known for getting knocked out, a.k.a. Amir Khan. Now, I can't wait for that. I hope it happens. Go ahead. I just don't think Mayweather has power like that. He's never had power like that. All the other guys he's knocked out, those 26 guys were nobodies, except for Ricky. Now Hatton. I say Ricky, yes. I say Ricky okay. had. And um, he just um, got caught. Um, he, uh, he made a, a tour of God he quit, too. 
Rest in peace. But yeah, but Gotti was well past three fights with wow. Mickey Ward Dude, and other so wars bad. with De La Hoya. So, I mean, you can't even put that. You put Floyd in there with a the young Gotti, a Gotti that was in his prime. He would have got spanked. I'm sorry, dude. I ain't buying it. <laughs> Not buying it. Okay? If you want to sit here and give Floyd Mayweather credit like that, then tell him to fight stop fighting boxers when they're on their way out and then claim he's the greatest. My fight these way dudes out. in their prime, man. My, hey, well, he ain't no elite, though. Hey, what's, what, not elite. What, could you tell, did you tell them what your prediction is? My prediction for Saturday is I hope Mayweather gets knocked the F out. Keyword, he said hopes. So people like Calvin and all the other bandwagoners can just jump hey, off of that hey, stupid bus hey, already because hey, it's it's bound to crash, dude. He doesn't need So are him. you picking Marcos Maidana? I would love to pick Marcos Maidana. But. 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 Ah! That's the fan in me, okay? <laughs> the analytical boxing show host says Mayweather will win by decision. So, you know. Is it unanimous? I don't think it's going to be a, like that. He'll get knocked out. He's going to get knocked out by Maidana. No way. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, that is a wrap. Wait, one more thing. One more thing. Um, one more thing, my friends. Okay, hold so on. So, what is this mess about Peter Quillen dropping $1.4 million purse? Man, I don't know, man. To not fight? That was a, a that was like a career payday. Because that dude, that, that dude that he was going to fight is... He was, he was a killer. He's a killer. He was a killer. So, I think Peter Quillen showed his true colors that he's a wussy. That's why I didn't... He should just... That. Here, hey, Peter Quillen, if you ever hear our show, just give your belt to Miguel Cotto. You can send that via Puerto Rico, FedEx. Because uh, if you fought him, he'd just take it anyway. So, uh, <laughs> you know, man, you know, I don't know, man. You want big money, but you just turned out $1.4 million. As my guy Chris Carter says on Sunday Football, come on, man. That was just horrible. That's why I didn't talk about that because I was highly upset about that. I mean, I don't know. Really That's really ducking and dodging. I'm yeah. sorry. That's just, yeah. Edwin, what's your final words, man? My final words are, uh, you know, if you can go to a family member's house that'll buy the fight, do that. Don't buy the fight. No, I'm just kidding. I'm joking. But uh, <laughs> support boxing on Saturday. Purchase the fight. Even though Mayweather's going to get the biggest chunk of it, it does support boxing and shows that boxing is still better than UFC. But, um, right, you know, right. uh, you know, basically, uh, I wish you guys all the best. Party safe. Drink safe. Eat safe. Uh, you know, pig out on Saturday. Have fun with your family and friends. Hey. And you'll hear back from us for the post show. Yep. And uh, this is uh, Edwin. And this is Calvin. And you can follow me on Twitter at DreamChild21. Like I always say, I'm always on. You shout me, I shout you back. Check out the website that we're on 1515 app. With that being said, good fight, good night. Have a good one.